got your Bibles with you, going to be in Psalm 40, Psalm 40. I'm going to read the first five verses, and then we'll skip down and read verse 10 of Psalm 40, well-known psalm. Psalm chapter 40, starting in verse 1. Please hear this public reading of God's Word. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them, yet they are more than can be told. In verse 10, I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. So we have now sort of transitioned this time from confession to now more of a congregational prayer. Greg was the first one last uh, Sunday, I think he said he was the guinea pig, that he got to go first on that. So since we're still sort of transitioning to this, I wanted to sort of give you sort of the direction of how I'm going to do this. So in just a few moments, not yet, but in a few moments, I'm going to have everybody bow their heads, and I'm going to read what I just read, those same six verses. I'm going to pause, and I'm going to let you pray whatever comes to mind, and then I'll close this in prayer. Essentially, I am borrowing this from uh, Don Whitney, who wrote a little book called Praying the Bible. And in that little book, he talks about how we should go to the Bible and use the Bible as a springboard to help us pray. He recommends going to the Psalms every day. His method is just reading one verse and then praying whatever comes to mind, go to the next verse, praying whatever comes to mind. But since we are still getting used to this a congregational prayer time together, I thought I would try to give you guys a jump start on your prayer. So I'm going to read the first three verses, and I'm going to give a few comments on them. So the first three verses again of Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. So once I read this in a few moments, what are some things that you could possibly pray about after reading that? Well, the first verse, he says, I waited patiently for the Lord, waiting for the Lord. This is a great part of the Christian life is waiting on the Lord. And maybe you are in a season of waiting right now. You're waiting for a spouse, waiting to graduate, waiting for a job, waiting uh, for a child, waiting to uh, retire. It's, it's just much of life is a season of waiting. So maybe you're in a season of waiting right now. Well, tell God about that. Cry out to God in this season of waiting. T ask him that he would help you from, be free from anxiety and worry and fear and pray that you would be filled with hope and trust in him in this season of waiting. And then he says, and again, verse 1, he says, he, he inclined to me and heard my cry. Here's David's condition. Verse 2, he drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. David was in this pit of destruction, this miry bog. We don't know for sure what this condition was, but maybe that's you. Maybe you are in a season of suffering right now. You're in this pit of destruction. You're in this miry bog. Well, cry out to God during this season. David says that God inclined to me, heard my cry, God will hear your cry. So cry out to God if you're in a season of suffering. Cry out for deliverance. Cry out to God that you would trust him during this season of suffering. Or maybe, perhaps, you're 
you have some kind of sin that keeps entangling you over and over and over again, and that's your pit of destruction. That is, maybe it's entangled you this very weekend, the same sin that keeps entangling you. Well, then cry out to God for deliverance, that he would grab you and rescue and pull you out of this sin and set your feet upon a rock, making your steps secure. And then verse 3, he put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Maybe you've just come through a season of suffering and God has delivered you from that suffering. Well, then cry out to God with praise and thanksgiving to God for delivering you. Or maybe you have been delivered from a particular sin that has entangled you for so long, but God has delivered you from that sin. Well, cry out to God with thanksgiving. So if you'll bow your heads, I will reread the passage. I'll pause and let you pray, and I'll close this. If you'll bow your heads again, reading from Psalm 40 once again, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to, the, to those who go astray after a lie. You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them, yet they are more than can be told. I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. Father, we're thankful for Psalm 40. It's a beautiful psalm. As we think about Psalm 40 and these verses that I just read, uh, we we remember that uh, David waited patiently for you there in this condition that he was in. And Father, much of the Christian life is, is, is waiting on you. And Father, I pray that if there are any in here who are waiting on you, for whatever it may be, I pray that they will not grow discouraged. Uh, I pray that they would not uh, grow anxious or worried in their waiting, but I pray that they would trust you in this season of waiting. And Father, if there are any who are in sort of a a miry bog, a pit of destruction, of some kind of suffering that they're in right now, Father, I pray that they would cry out to you. I pray that you would deliver them. But even in this season of suffering, I pray that they would trust you. And Father, if there are any in here who are struggling with some kind of sin that keeps entangling them, that is the pit of destruction that they are in. Father, I pray that you would deliver them from this sin, Father. Draw them out of this sin that keeps entangling them. I pray that they would reach out to friends in this church who would come alongside them and would pray with and for them. And Father, if there are any here who have been delivered from some kind of sin recently where you have delivered them and you've set their feet on a rock, making their steps secure, I pray that they would be filled with a new song of praise and thankfulness inside of them. And Father, as we think about the final three verses that I read about how David does not conceal your steadfast love and your faithfulness, Father, forgive us when we have concealed your goodness, your mercy, your faithfulness, your love. Father, I pray that our church would be filled with people who love to speak of your goodness and your faithfulness and your steadfast love. Father, even as we sing now, I pray that you would be honored by our worship, and I pray you would use Mark mightily as he teaches from Acts this afternoon. Help us to be attentive to your word and help us to apply your word to our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.